Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The show is about to start. Right, we have liftoff. In three, two, one. Again for number 10, Cave Crew Radio Season 10. Let's go. CaveCrewRadio.com There was a time when the world turned their back on men. Men with a dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanations. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of I say this with all due respect. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer steak man saying we can stop get pancakes and then we'll get laid all right why do you drink ice cold beer on a hot mr clayman what else are you gonna do with it to alcohol the cause of and solution to all of life's problems Yes, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. Name of the show is Cape Crew Radio. If you didn't catch on, we are live on Facebook. We are live on YouTube. We are live on CaveCrewRadio.com. Syndicating Pulse Talk FM, we're live as well. And syndicating in many other places. Also, on demand, wherever podcasts can be found. Um, Not on Stitcher anymore, because Stitcher went... Out of there, but it's all good. We got a big show um, to ahead for you, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get back into the regular routine, may I say. Um, we uh, we will recap what happened last week in just a little bit, but we 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 got a few uh, segments to get through uh, first, um, but. To get to those segments, ladies and gentlemen, and and by the way, everything's back tonight, time permitting. We have a really special Mike Reads the News. 
My favorite segment, the Twitter shits, is back again. Um, we have our news and, of course, Talking FLA and a few other segments that we like to do. But we can't get to it till we bring in my friend. And now, he is the king of the sovereign county of Urine Stench and Stenchlandia. The commander-in-chief of the Water Gypsies. The self-proclaimed president of the United States. A university graduate. And always the epicenter of something. Ladies and gentlemen, His Royal Highness, Big B. Yes, live from Queens, New York, I am King B. And uh, my epicenter this week. Before you do the epicenter, didn't we give you another name a few weeks ago? I can't remember now. I don't recall. I thought we added something when you were telling a story or... I don't. I, can't I, don't, I, I, re- I honestly don't remember. Maybe Mike does. Maybe fact checkers. Let me know. I'm not going to redo the whole thing, but I, th- there was like another piece we were going to add to that. I can't remember, I remember what it was, but I don't, it's I like don't, a, I don't even think I wrote it down. I just uh, I, don't, I don't think I wrote it down. It may come to us in a dream. Anyway, I apologize to the That's, epicenter of the week. The uh, the epicenter this week is is the epicenter of all things. Kind of a, a clusterfuck of a week. <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> so, right there. so this week was back to school. Uh, two different days for my sons. One was uh, Wednesday, right? Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday. One was yesterday, Thursday. Um, so, back to school means you have to get up a little bit earlier, right? Yep. Because you got to get the kids up. You got to do all this stuff, and. Um, so I have my always have my alarm on my phone. So my phone is always plugged in overnight to charge for the next day. So the alarm goes off. I was uh, awakened. I was half awake at the time. And my hand was like kind of stiff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why. I don't know if I'm getting arthritis, but, uh, you know, I'm having issues in my fingers. So my hand was no, my, stiff. My, my falls asleep sometimes the way I sleep. And I'm like. Doing this to turn the... I got an old alarm, right? So, <laughs> well, I, well, I like... I, I'm trying to um, get... Uh, trying to open my hand, and it's um, you know, got pain and stiffness in my finger, and I got the, the cord plugged in. So I'm trying to pull the cord out. The whole thing falls over. My screen cracks. Oh, shit. So I have an iPhone that uses facial recognition. Now my facial recognition doesn't work anymore <laughs> on any of the apps. <laughs> So, I, I, like, I have to reset passwords because I have to enter them manually. And because I use facial recognition, I don't remember the passwords. Right. So, uh, so, uh, so now I gotta get the kids together, get them ready for school. Uh, go to they go to school. Then I have to uh, try to get this fixed. So I go to uh, uh, just a repair place, a cell phone repair place. They want to charge me four hundred bucks because the holy facial shit. So they need a pure Apple product. I was like, no. So then uh, my carrier is T-Mobile. I was like, I go to T-Mobile. I'm still paying for the phone. I said, maybe I can get a new phone and just roll the payments into a new into into that. I can't do that either because I didn't put insurance on the phone because I never drop anything until now. So uh, I called T-Mobile. Usually, sometimes it's different when you go to the store and, and as opposed to when you call. So I called T-Mobile. Uh, they kind of said the same thing, but they said, let's call. Let's get you in touch with Apple Support. Okay, fine. 
They get get me in touch with Apple Sport. Well, you can we can give you an appointment at the Genius Bar. The Genius Bar. That's that's Apple. Apple's in in the store. You go to the Genius Bar. Okay. You can go to the Genius Bar, but uh, since you don't have insurance, it's going to cost you three hundred twenty five dollars to fix. It's still phone. better than four hundred. We're getting better here. But it's still nothing that I did. Yeah. So uh, now, right now, I have a cracked phone. You can't really see it because, but. Up here, it's all cracked. So this is where all the facial recognition stuff is. Right, you've cracked the camera. Yeah, it's all cracked yeah. over here, um, and there's cracks running down the running down the center of the screen. So now I have to wait until next year until I can change your phone. I'm due for phone. a new phone too. Actually, I'm a Galaxy guy. I have a uh, iPhone for work, and I'm getting better at it. But Apple's just weird. I, I mean, all my stuff is Apple, so it all syncs together, which is great. But now I have a cracked screen, and uh, something has arrived. Oh, so the epicenter is over. Hang on, ladies and gentlemen. It's at this time we play. Mrs. B presents the drink of the week. I wonder if this is going to work this week. No, I don't want me in the... That's not, that's not the right one. That's not the one I want. There we go. I'll live with that for now, that I'm not hidden under the uh, social media contacts. Okay, so we have a, a glass with ice. Very exciting. We have an empty glass, but why is the glass empty? The glass is empty because I have to actually show you what the drink is. Okay, let's and, bring you full screen here for a minute. And this is something that uh, my wife found online somewhere. I don't know where she found it. But she sent me, she said, we have to get this. So it's not for sale anywhere in New York. I had to order it online and uh, have it shipped from, like, Minnesota or wherever the fuck it was. So this is like a one-of-a-kind drink you're probably not going to find. Uh, well, I can't. It's not in New York. It's in several other places, I'm sure. It's just not available in New York yet. Okay. Uh, and uh, we've all had uh, waffles for breakfast, right? Correct, yeah. Uh, made by Ego, the Ego Waffle Lego Company. Lego My Ego. Lego My Ego. Yes. Well, apparently Ego is now gone into the alcohol business. Oh, my God. You got to be kidding me. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ego Brunch in a Jar Sipping Cream. So Ego, I guess, uh, uh, partnered with uh, Sugarlands Distilling in... Uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Uh, it's called the Appalachian Sippin' Cream Liqueur. Ooh. And it tastes What's, like waffles and syrup. What is the strength of the alcohol? It is 20% alcohol, 40 proof. So nothing, oh, not bad. Not bad. Nothing too so, major. Well, um, it's, it's not bad. It's better than a beer. Um, this sounds like something our good friend Jason Scott would enjoy. I bet you he would enjoy yes. it. Now, I, I did. I did. So uh, you've not tried this, have you? Or I have when we first got it because I need, we really needed, both my wife and I tried it. We really needed to know what uh, what we were getting ourselves into. So this is the only drink. You're going to empty that right in the uh, in the cup. I'm surprised it went that far. I mean, that's a bit, yeah, this is, so this is. And you only ordered one, I'm presuming. I'm going to give the jar. So we've seen the jar. I'm giving it back to my wife so she can put it back. In the oh, you've got to save that. You've got to rinse that out. And Oh, no, we'll save it. But for now, there's still alcohol in it. So Right. Uh, but I, I, I think at some point, Mrs. B 
should make a, a, a drink called the Aunt Jemima Pancake. Ah, see, now the, the, the up to you. The idea is to make a drink called the Aunt Jemima Pancake. Right, and with, serve with, it in that glass. This. Well, she originally wanted to um, uh, garnish this with uh, a slice of bacon and a mini waffle. Ooh, nice. But we don't have the mini waffle, and, and she decided she didn't feel like opening a pack of bacon to make to do just one, a, one drink. Absolutely. So okay, uh, let us get, know here. Uh, let's. Antimima uh, pancake is is now. So now you you she's she's thinking about it. She's. I see the wheels turning yeah. now. So get yourself on Google, and uh, you got to use that jar, though. Okay. So, as my wife likes to put it, when you first when you first uh, drink it. It's got like a butterscotch flavor to it. Right. But on the back end, it really does taste like Sunday morning waffles and syrup. So it's the weirdest thing. Like I'm drinking waffles and syrup. So instead of a like late night, you're out with the boys, you're partying on the radio. That would be more of like a mimosa that you'd have in the morning. This is a Sunday morning drink. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, you want to just sit back and relax in the morning. And and, uh, and and have a kick back with a little bit of alcohol. Yes. You can have some ego alcohol, some yes. ego sipping cream. Yes, I love it. I, I, I never heard of it until you uh, showed it. And uh, there you yeah. go, ladies and gentlemen. The, uh, I never the, heard of it either until my wife texted it to me. She's like, we have to get this. What the yeah. fuck is this? And you're always, you're like the guinea pig now. You know, we all sit here and go, oh, that looks good, or I don't know if I want to have that, or whatever. You're like, you don't have a choice. It's drink of the week. you got to. I've told you this a number of times. This is her segment. She is now taking it on full tilt. She, she runs with it. She looks for glasses. She looks for various alcohols. I get text messages with different types of drinks. What do you think about this and that? She talks about garnishes. This is her segment, and she has run with it. I'm telling you right now, if I was a judge, I mean, I haven't tasted any of these, but everything I've viewed, if there was like a master chef drink, uh, I really think Mrs. B would, would run away with the apron or shaker or whatever the prize was. Now, before we move uh, into... Um, talk about last week and, and, and a special Mike Reads the News. Um, you got something else this week on your body. I don't know if it's appropriate to show anywhere else. Uh, you show me in chat, but let's bring you up again here. Um, I did. Yeah, so what, it, what did you get hurts, done? What did you get it done? Hurts a, yeah, it hurts a lot right now because I just got it done yesterday. Okay. And it's in a spot on your arm. and Oh. It's right there. So let me kind of move my arm. I don't know so why you can it. see so it, ladies frankly, and your gentlemen. arm bends, and it yeah. hurts a lot. And it took, like, I don't know, like like four hours to do. And it's really sore, and it hurts. But this is Eddie from uh, Aces from, High. From Iron Maiden. Maiden. Iron Maiden yeah. Aces High. This is Eddie on the cover. There you go. Um, it, it came out awesome. You can't really see it well, like on screen. I got to kind of try to bend my arm a little bit. Maybe you can um, put the uh, the picture you showed me on uh, on um, uh, the Cave Crew Radio Facebook. 
Actually, I can pull it up right now real quick and put yeah. it up to the camera. Let's, let's see. It, it, it really uh, looks good, ladies and gentlemen. And if so you're this in was, a, this was went right after it was done. Like, uh, they didn't even wrap it yet. So the eyes are red. And that red in the eyes is my blood. But <laughs> look at that. That is, that is my tattoo. That's what I was just showing you on my arm. Brand new tattoo. And I mean, to get one done on the inside of your arm, you really must want one bad. I, you know, I, just the way I have everything on my arm, I've been staring at that one spot that was blank. And I was like, I told my wife, I said, uh, you know, I want to get something right there. And it's got to be, I, I want color. Cause I, most of my stuff isn't color. It's like, you know, like yeah. you know, that's old school that's color. That's not yeah. color. That's my son. That's not color. Uh, so I wanted something color right there. And that, that uh, she said, uh, she's the one that said, uh, get uh, Eddie Iron Maiden. Eddie. There you go. Very so colorful. Settled on the aces high. I wonder if we could convince him, ladies and gentlemen, to get a uh, cave crew radio tattoo on the other arm. I don't ache myself very much. I have uh, one small one that I, I got when I was a, a very young man, stoned, mm -hmm. and it's a <laughs> marijuana leaf. Um, I don't even do that stuff anymore until episode, what is it, 500? 300? 400. I can't remember. Yeah. 400. 400. There. I'm all around it. That's me having sex, ladies and gentlemen. Thank I'm you. all around it, but I never get it in. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, let's move along. Now we have a, a very special segment of Mike Reads the News. So last week, Big B, we had the Joelitz Jamboree. Yep. From what I'm hearing, everyone had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Great segments. Um, ended up in a draw. Possible new segment coming up, ladies and gentlemen. You all know I am pronouncing words. Uh, one week, uh, Big B and, and, and Mike are going to have some fun with me. But we had a great time. It was a great show. The damn thing got taken off YouTube because we were playing music clips. They were freaking 10 seconds long. We were not breaking anybody's copyright. Hey, YouTube, I am ASCAP licensed. Yes. You How cannot do, do that. I have fair use because I am officially ASCAP licensed. So where do we send that to get the video put back up? Uh, that, I, I, that I don't know. I I, I could... <sighs> Absolutely send them my license number and all of that stuff, but I don't know about that. So anyway, the, 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 the podcast is available on audio. The video is available on our Facebook uh, group, which is Cave Crew Radio. You can see down there where you can watch it if you want to. I don't even know if it's available on, on, on the homepage. I haven't had a chance to go look. So anyway, yeah, YouTube spoiled the party. People are texting me, emailing me, whatever. I, I, this is what shows up. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. So I uploaded the thing again uh, to the Facebook group. But anyway, one of the things uh, Mike and, and Big B did, they were really good sports. We had some hard liquor and they consumed quite a bit. Uh, I don't know if I still have it here. Let me see if I do I do I do I. Do I still have the Joelitz Jamboree? So every time they heard this, they, they, they had to do a shot. 
And there was lots of them. And we're not talking Aunt Jemima's Lego Miego. These were, these were good shots. Peanut butter whiskey and, and I think some rum. He was doing pineapple Bacardi uh, rum. Anyway, when, when, when the show finished, it was quite early still in, in Arizona. And uh, and Mike likes to get his content out there, and and this week he did not provide us with a brand new Mike reads the news. We do have a Twitter shit coming up later, but we have for you, ladies and gentlemen, tonight just for you, a very special Mike reads the news, which was recorded after the Joelitz Jamboree. Let's take a listen, shall we? And now, Cave Crew Radio presents Mike Reads the News with Mike Jolitz. Hello, 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 Cave Crew Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome everybody to the Mike Jolich Show. I am Mike Jolich. Kia ora, guten tag, and konnichiwa, bitches. How's everybody doing? I have had plenty to drink, and I'm feeling it. Alrighty, guys, it is now time for the Post Cave Crew Radio News. I didn't do the news tonight. Eh, whatever. Today is September the 1st, 2023. <clears throat> Crystal Moleman eclipsed 15 people on his OnlyFans page. The celebration party starts at noon tomorrow at the Hyatt in Scottsdale. <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney announced at a speech he was giving that he was ready for a beer rectally. I don't know what that means, but okay, dude, or ma'am, or whatever. <laughs> Drank more than half a bottle of Bacardi at... Uh, Bacardi Pineapple during the Joelitz Jamboree on the Cave Crew Radio. I had a blast, as you can tell. Happy 70th birthday to Speedy Gonzalez from Looney Tunes. The Arizona Chardinals still haven't named a week one quarterback for 2024. It's not um, Kyler Littlefuck Murray, that's for sure. 50 Cent has postponed his worldwide tour stops in Arizona due to excessive heat. Mm -hmm. Duh. <laughs> Imagine that. It's hot as fuck in Arizona, retard. Lance Armstrong quit the Stars on Mars TV show. I don't know what that was or it was even a thing, but no, whatever. And finally, in my Bacardi pineapple-induced... It's not a stupor, it's a... Nah, it's the effects of Bacardi pineapple. Mexican beer Modelo is still outselling. Is still outselling Bud Light. I don't care. Bud Light is boring. Oh yeah. Uh, huh? All right, you guys. That does it for this. Ooh, wow. Mike Tolicho. Yeah, been drinking heavily. Half a bottle of Bacardi gone. Yep. Later. Bye bye. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Papi Carada has been heavily drinking as well. Uh, I don't speak binary. Uh, you are more weird than Facebook user. I'm just going to lay that out there. But thanks for coming. Remember the remember we used to get the uh, the we deemed it the Russian bots. Yes, 
They're back. Named Papi Karada. That, that, that may be like a Palestinian bot or something. We will call it a Palestinian Japanese bot. Yes. Oh, what a combination. It's like mi mixing a chihuahua with a Great Dane. Well, now, I would love to see how that would even be accomplished. Yeah. Well, it would It would be called Poppy Karana. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, Mike Jolis, great job. I knew you were inebriated. I've been in that spot before. You know how I stumble over words. I thought you did really good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a thumbs up for that. He, he really did. I don't know if I saw it that night or probably the next day. Uh, and, and I was laughing when I listened to it. Um, I'm surprised. I, I give him a whole bunch of credit for even putting the production together when you're in that amount of a stupor. When you drink half a bottle of liquor, I mean, you, you're, you're I done. My but eyes are bad enough as they are. And all of that. My yeah. eyes are bad enough as it is. Like to sit there and try and like add sound effects and shit would be absolutely brutal. But great job in a very special. Mike reads the news. He thought there wasn't going to be one, but we found a way to make it happen. Well, something we haven't done in a few weeks, uh, uh, Poppy, and I don't know if you've ever heard it, you Palestinian sex bot. Um, we're going to do our version of the news. And I get to sit back this week and not talk as much, which is usually how I get away with things. But last week, uh, there, was, there was no way. Um, anyway... Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the news. Behind the headlines, this week in weird news. Ah, uh, yes, this week in weird news. Let me find our first story. We have a, we have a few for you. Uh, oh yeah, big summer hit, big summer hit. If you hadn't heard about it, um, they, they the Oppenheimer and, and Barbie, and they call it like. Bobbenheimer or something like that. Uh, apparently, uh, this is not just a nickname of a couple summer movies. This is a real person. Uh, that is correct. Uh, the first story of the night comes from the New York Post. The headline reads, My name is Barbie Oppenheimer. <laughs> but most people think I'm joking. There's a real-life Barbenheimer, and she's having a few wild months. Barbara... Barbie Oppenheimer has experienced an exciting summer amid the double feature of Greta Gerwig's Barbie and Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer that sparked a mashup obsession on the internet. The 68-year-old grandmother of five is owning her name, which has taken the world by storm. The Barbenheimer craze has added some more fun to my already good life. It's been great fun. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with the craze. It's always important to embrace the serendipity in life, isn't it? While her friends think the double feature is a wonderful coincidence, Oppenheimer said that many strangers are taken aback when she introduces herself. Most people don't believe me when I say my name. They think I'm joking. Uh, whoop, damn it. Hold on. I have a pop-up. Uh, Oppenheimer is from Newton, Massachusetts. Uh, and said that her two sons would like to get in on the joke as well. Uh, we were all just together to celebrate my husband's 70th birthday when the Slate interview broke, and of course, they were critiquing my responses, she said. 
my older son brought me a Barbenheimer T-shirt for my October birthday, uh, but was disappointed that I already had one. Uh, most of my grandchildren are too young to understand the craze, but my oldest granddaughter was only seven and a past big Barbie fan was intrigued. Uh, in an interview, Oppenheimer said that she was sure her summer of fame would go by fast, but she finds the whole thing pretty funny. Um, what are the chances of that? What are the chances that she never used Barbie until this summer? Yeah, she called herself Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. The entire the entirety of her life, she was called Barbara because when she was young, people called her Barbie because of the Barbie doll, and she hated it. Yeah. So she called herself Barbie until it became opportune for her. To be a social influencer. To be a social influencer, that's yeah. right. The price of fame. You know, you you hear it all the time in Hollywood, but we're bringing you a little slice of a, a little bit smaller flame, uh, fame. Yeah, I, I'm glad the, the summer of Barbenheimer is over. Uh, I will never see the Barbie movie because I have zero interest. I will, however, see the Oppenheimer movie. Yeah, I haven't and seen either, I have to I confess. haven't seen either yet, yeah. but I will see the, the Oppenheimer movie. Yeah. Uh, but anybody that uh, goes around uh, calling themselves Barbenheimer on purpose should be shot. Yes, I agree with you uh, 100%. So we just thought we'd bring that to you, ladies and gentlemen, because, uh, you know, both Barbie and um, uh, Oppenheimer were, were very big. Um, this one's kind of fun. Um News crews, they're always out, they're reporting, they're, uh, of course, we're in Chicago, another kind of safe place. Um, but something strange happened to this news crews, crew while they were covering a robbery. Uh, that is true. And remember, everyone out there, uh, the good people of Chicago voted for this. Keep that in mind as we read the story. Oh, Okay. The next story comes from the AP News. Headline reads, Chicago TV news crew robbed at gunpoint while reporting on a string of robberies. <laughs> I love it. A Chicago television news crew uh, reporting on a string of robberies ended up robbed themselves after they were accosted at gunpoint by three armed men wearing ski masks. Of course. Baklavas. Baklavas, yeah. uh, Spanish language station Univision, uh, Univision Chicago, said a reporter and a photographer were filming just before 5 a.m. Monday in Chicago's West Town neighborhood when Great time. masked men brandishing firearms robbed them, taking their television camera and other items. Yeah, so uh, on Facebook Marketplace right now, uh, for sale, news camera. At a cheap price. Yeah. There's, there's, they're literally being sold at crackhead prices. <laughs> like everything else. Uh, they were approached with guns and robbed. Uh, this is a quote. They were approached with guns and robbed. Mainly it was personal items, and they took a camera. Uh, Luis Goudinez, uh, vice president of news at Univision Chicago, told the Chicago Tribune. Goudinez said the news crew was filming a story about robberies in the West Town community that was slated to run on the morning news. He said the footage they shot uh, was in the stolen camera and the story never made it on air. So these crackheads, these crackheads really weren't that stupid. 
Well, I don't think they were crackheads at all. Oh, okay. They're just selling things at crackhead prices to get cheap money. Gotcha. Pay the rent. Quick money, I should say. Pay the rent. Uh, Buy coffee. Chicago police identified the victims as twenty-eight year as a twenty-eight-year-old man and a forty-two-year-old man. Police said the pair was outside when the three men drove up in a gray sedan and a black SUV. After the armed robbers took items from the news crew, they fled in their vehicles. No injuries were reported, and no one is in custody. Now, I want to suggest something that maybe the producer of this newscast should be fired. Let's send two people at 5 a.m. to what is apparently one of the dangerous pockets of Chicago. Everybody knows like the uh, Golden Mile or the Golden Horseshoe, whatever they call it. Uh, the downtown is flooded with cops. It's it's safe down there. You, you, nothing's going to happen. But like probably any town, there's pockets of Chicago. When I was visiting for a soccer tournament with my kid, I turned on the TV. 11 people shot in such and such a place. Why would you be there at 5 a.m.? A hundred percent. That was went through my mind when I was reading the story originally. Why would you be there at 5 a.m.? Why wouldn't you be there at 7 when at least the sun's up, people are out, people are going to work? Why would you be there at 5 a.m. when the sun, when, when it's still dark out? Right. It's It's basically like entering the purge without a weapon. Right, and you're sitting there with a hundred thousand dollar video camera, saying, "Hey, <laughs> come take." You might as well have taken all the money out of your wallet, held, tapped it, uh, taped it to your forehead, and walked around. Uh, uh, Jose, uh, things are really bad tonight. I think we might pack it in for the night. Uh, wait a minute, what's that bright light over there? It's the hundred thousand dollar video camera with two unarmed reporters from Channel TV Five. Let's go check that out. I yeah. bet we can get a good deal on that camera. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to hear they weren't hurt. Uh, they were not. Uh, it says no injuries were reported and no one is in custody. Goodness said uh, Univision Chicago, the local TV affiliate of international media company, Television, Televisa tele Univision, oh, is not disclosing the names of the reporter and the photographer to protect their privacy. Quote, they're okay. And we're working on it together as a team. Good, good. Bring in HR again, for counseling. This is what the people of Chicago voted for. For what? Crime. Robbery. They just voted out Lori Lightfoot, who was up until this point, one of the most lenient mayors as far as crime goes. Of, of course, a Democrat. Uh, you know, not prosecuting crimes, not arresting people. So the people of Chicago were, were fed up with Lori Lightfoot. She was a one-term mayor. They had two options. They had a more, uh, still a Democrat, but a more conservative former police officer uh, that would, you know, his platform was running tough on crime. And then a farther left extremist, farther left than Lori Lightfoot, who was a complete defund the police supporter. Oh, God, not this. And that's who they elected. So they went from left to far left. So now crime is just getting worse in Chicago, and these idiots voted for it. So you get what you deserve. I hope all your houses burn down. I hope the police all leave Chicago, and you have to fend for yourselves. You voted for it. You live with it. 
Looks like we're going to relive uh, Valentine's Day again. The massacre. Wow. When it comes from uh, Sir Big B, it's a, it's a harsh judgment. But our next story, ladies and gentlemen, is slightly um, less violent or, or, or obtrusive, may I say. Uh, people like to wave. I will occasionally, as much as I hate people, I will wave. Thank you. Hello. How are you? But have you ever done it naked? <laughs> well. Well, this guy has. He certainly has. This next story comes from Fox 59. Uh, headline reads, uh, Centerville man spread some love by waving at, pa at passing cars while fully nude. I love it. I mean, spread the love. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Coming from Centerville, Indiana. Court documents reveal that a Centerville man told police he had experienced a spiritual awakening and decided to spread some love by standing in his doorway and waving at people who drove by on US 40. The only problem? The man was completely naked. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Elijah Barker was arrested on Saturday and charged with possession of methamphetamine, a level six felony. And indecent exposure, a Class C misdemeanor. Now we know why he was naked. He was uh, high on meth. Uh, well, yes, uh, I grant you that. But here's where, as the uh, defendant lawyer, he was standing at his own door. Now, I haven't necessarily approached my door in complete nudity, nor do I um, face a highway. But occasionally, you might be in your underwear or something, and... You you want to check out your front door. He was inside his house by the sound of this. Uh, but his door was open and he was exposed to the public. So that's still public indecency. Huh. Okay. At a very minimum, it's public indecency. Right. Okay. Uh, according to, like, like now, now, if he was in there and his door was closed, he was in his house and he was waving out the window. Like he was in his living room and the window was open and he was just sitting there waving in the window and he had like big windows. They couldn't do anything to him. He could have got away his, with it. Because he's in his house. But the fact that his door was open to the public, he's standing in his doorway outside and inside at the same time. But he's basically outside. That becomes indecent exposure. But, but, but he's not mugging anyone. He, he's not trying to kill anyone. He's not driving a vehicle and endangering anyone. He's simply waving to people. I agree 100%. He's not doing anything to harm people unless he was exposed, not on purpose, but unless there was the potential of children being in the area and seeing Right. I, I, I get that. To me, to me, it was like, uh, what's that Richard Dreyfus movie? Boom, 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 boom. Oh, you know, the third guy. Yeah, he was just waving. That's all he was doing. Is well, according to court documents, Centerville police were called out to the apartments located at the intersection of US-40 and McMinn Road, just across from the Center Centerville bottle shop. Somebody find out what the Centerville bottle shop yes, is. Yes, please. We need to uh, know this location. Again, Talking FLA is precedence, but a global map would also help. Would help a lot. 
Uh, the apartments have the appearance of an old motel with windows and doors facing the highway and visible to passersby. According to police reports, officers were dispatched to the apartments due to reports of a man standing nude in his open doorway and masturbating in full oh, sight of the public. That's a whole new way of waving. Now things are taking on a whole different tone. He's not Willy Wonka anymore. He's Willy Wonkin. Like, I, I, like now I get it. Okay. You, I, I, do, you think he, do you think he was sitting there shaking his hips doing the helicopter? Yeah. I, I, out, to, out to the public? Like, the way the story started, I thought he was just standing there like Forrest Gump and forgot to put his pants on. Not according to the report. Well, now officers I understand. Reporting, uh, officers reporting, excuse me, officers reported arriving at Baker's apartment and finding the front door wide open and all the curtains pulled away to allow a full view of the inside of the apartment, which included a fully nude Baker. Baker met the officers at the front door and asked if they preferred he put some clothes on before speaking. I advised I would prefer that he did, an officer reportedly responded. After putting on a pair of shorts, officers began to ask Baker about his state of nudity. <laughs> state uh, of nudity. Uh, Barker Excuse me. Barker reportedly then pointed behind the officer and said, Jeep, Jeep. Oh, God. Hold while I write. <laughs> I got a couple things. Jeep, Jeep. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to find out what Jeep, Jeep is. <laughs> well, you ever play Punch Buggy? Yes. No, I don't even know what it is. When you, when you would see an old-time Volkswagen bug, you would punch your friend in the arm and say, punch buggy in whatever color the... Oh, yeah, yeah, you're searching for... Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Right, so you punch buggy green. Ah, you got me, haha. Well, he would say Jeep Jeep every time a Jeep passed. Thank God I don't live there because I drive a Jeep. So do I. Well, I have a Jeep. Uh, the officer noted that he did not observe any Jeep on the highway. Uh, court documents reveal officers infor then informed uh, Barker, keep saying Baker, Barker, uh, that the department had received reports of him standing in his doorway and masturbating. When asked if these accusations were true, police said Barker admitted they were. Oh. When asked why he'd do such a thing, Barker reportedly replied that he thought it was acceptable behavior. <laughs> of course it is. Officers reported believing that Barker was on some type of narcotic and asked the man if he had a drug problem. Barker allegedly admitted to using meth, but claimed he had stopped taking the drug once he was put on an unnamed prescription. Ooh. Police Probably an Oxycontin or something yeah, a little milder. Uh... Yeah, I don't know what it, what it would be. Uh, police later found meth in his wallet. While handcuffed, Barker told police about how he had a spiritual awakening and he wanted to spread some love all over the walls. Spread some love all over the... <laughs> jeep, Jeep! <laughs> jeep, Jeep! It's like the a map of the Hawaiian Islands. Look. Oh, Lord. Uh, and that he wanted to spread some love to the people who drove by every day by waving to them. He also told police that he had no problems with anyone because he has stood in the trenches for them. The apartment landlord told police he had recently filed to evict Barker uh, due to neighbors complaining about the man exposing himself. A witness also recounted walking past the apartment and spotted and spotting Barker masturbating in the nude 
uh, due to the front door being wide open. So he's an exhibitionist, basically. Exhibitionist. Is that what I was thinking, too. I was also in the back of my head thinking, and I know it's it's too late now. We're closing in on the end of the year. But this would be an excellent nomination for story of the year. Mm. But it's too late now. We're maybe next year. Good old Barker. Cheap, cheap. Cheap, cheap. Cheap, cheap, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, what do we got next? Um, oh, you think Barker was a little dumb after his uh, spiritual awakening. Um, here's a pretty good one. Um, here's a, a, a dude who was inebriated on what we'll find out in a bit. It called the cops on himself. Uh, the next story comes from Fox8.com. Headline reads, Dumb. Alleged drunk driver accidentally calls cops on himself after highway scare. This comes from uh, Lancaster County, Nebraska. Oh, there's a place we I don't think we've been here before. An alleged drunk driver was arrested after accidentally calling police to report his own dumb behavior. Authorities in Nebraska just released new audio and video of the driver's call to 911 in March. The man was driving along US 77 in Lancaster County. Uh, here's what could be heard uh, telling not the 911 operator. Uh, police say the driver. Come in over. Right. Uh, police say the driver called to report someone driving on the wrong side of the road. Oh. But he was the one who was driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> So, basically, this guy, in his inebriated state, again, I might change my mind once I hear the rest of the story, but he thinks he's on the right side of the road. Uh, and they reference it in the story, I believe, think of planes, trains, and automobiles. Yes, or, you know, he thought he was in England or Jamaica for a brief time. Quote, I'm on Highway 77 going north. And then somebody's on the wrong side of the road, he told the operator. He had his brights on, man. He almost ran me off the road, the driver added. The man repeated his claim, insisting that the truck was traveling south and northbound side of the highway. That was gnarly. That was like a lot, the driver said. I hope he was doing hands-free uh, while he's making this call on the wrong side of the road. Footage released by the Lancaster County Sheriff's Department shows a deputy in a patrol car attempting to catch up to the driver following the 911 call. After conducting a traffic stop, the deputy asked if the driver knows why he's been pulled over as seen on body camera footage and shared to Facebook. Uh, quote, yes, because I was on the wrong side of the road, the driver said. I must have missed an exit. <laughs> Later, the deputy asked the driver if he's the same motorist who called to report a truck going southbound in a northbound lane. Quote, yes, because I thought somebody was on the wrong side of the fucking road, bro. <laughs> I thought somebody was on the wrong side of the fucking road, bro. Turns oh. out it was you, the deputy said. <laughs> this is wonderful. It's got to be more than alcohol. Come on. Uh, the driver responded, yeah, like a dumb fuck. <laughs> uh, the sheriff's office wrote in an on-screen message that the deputies ultimately determined the driver had a blood alcohol concentration of over twice the legal limit of 0.08. No one was hurt, the department added. Thank the representative God. for the officer was not immediately available to provide additional details of the driver's arrest. Uh, the Lancaster Sheriff's 
The Lancaster County Sheriff's Office did, however, say they hoped the wild but true story would serve as a reminder to drive sober over the holiday weekend. I don't know if drunk would do that to you. I mean, it would cause you to drive erratically or smash into a fucking ditch or... I, I don't know. Like the remarks he's giving her are, are telling me. But I mean, me. You, you, you don't, I mean, you're so like almost blackout drunk. You don't realize where you're going and just wind up on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, but twice the legal limit is really not that much. At least in our brains, we consume a lot. But Right. We consume a lot. But, you know, as much as we consume, would you get behind the wheel of a car after doing this show? No, God, not after this show. But I, I like, I mean, I don't know how it is in New York, but the legal limit is like a, a beer an hour. Uh, so, I don't so. know what it equates, but it's it's pretty much. I don't know what the 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 number is in Canada. Is a point oh eight because that's where it is. Yeah, much I think it's something like that. Yes. Yeah. Point oh eight is the legal limit across the U.S. Is there any way we could get our blood alcohol rating after this show? Not well, tonight. Do, like, obviously not tonight. There's no app we can get that'll... No, but they do sell kits where you can buy them to test your... your, your uh, it's like a, a breathalyzer kit. Right. But they do sell them. I'd be curious to know, as we're cruising down the internet highway... What are blood legal, legal limit? I'm I'm sure I've been five times on on some shows, but uh, I, I could concur on that. <laughs> well, it's only because we do a show on a day off, and and I'm probably starting to drink at ten or eleven, like you with that watermelon shit on on the the, the street part, the block parties. Right. Yes. Normal that nights, I don't get home till five thirty. We're on in two hours. I can only consume so much, right? Like I. <laughs> So I'm safe. Uh, you know, I'm getting a little going here, but I'm I'm nowhere near. I admit I've been there. Hey, listen, ground control to Major Tom. Hey, I when we do the shows, I only drink. I only start drinking when we start the show. However, oh, if see. we were if we were to do a show on a weekend, I would have been drinking for a little while. Yeah, and, and that's the problem. Like when we. would do a Monday night show and it was a Monday holiday or, or whatever, a Friday show and I'm on vacation. Well, I'm on vacation. I'm not worried about the show until I get there. I've already got everything set up on the Thursday night, so I just got to manage to press the buttons. But mind you, I get home, say 6 o'clock, I crack a beer. It's a, a beer, right? Right. And uh, de-stress from the week. So I don't start right when we go on air, I'll, I'll be honest, but... Uh, also, when we're talking a lot, it's hard to like. You got to get it in to be hammered for a show. You got to get it in you before the show. In my case, in your case, you could be doing this with your fucking peanut butter whiskey in between segments, and you'll be hammered either way. This is true. So a little bit different variants. Well, I'm almost done with my uh, my drink. Yeah, you got to move on to something better than that fucking waffle shit. You're 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 having breakfast at Tiffany's. That's what we should call it. Not answer by my breakfast at Tiffany's. Anyway, breakfast we done at- with this cat or? Yes, we are. Yeah. The the CCR breakfast. Yeah, the breakfast something drink. Like that. Uh, you were supposed to. Uh, uh, make a book at some point. I mean, all the ideas we've come over in the past, like 2016, it's almost 10 years we're rocking on, eight years, whatever. I we're can't believe it's been that long, Jesus. We're supposed well, to we are coming like, up on show 400. 
which is crazy. Yeah, I got to see how close we are to that so I can book some vacation days when I take the edible marijuanas on air. I can't imagine I how that's going to turn out. Never mind drunk, be, ladies I, and gentlemen. I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be in outer space. <laughs> I think, uh, I think show 400 is sometime in December. Oh, great! When right you around told Christmas me about time. it, I kind of calculated where it is, and I think it's somewhere in December. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like hallucinating. Like, what's that on your face? I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been stoned. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't know how I'm going to react either. So yeah. we'll see. So I, I, I think we need to research. Not saying we want to go too far on the cautious side, but I don't think we want the big boy uh, edibles. Oh, I already have stuff. So oh God! See, I haven't even gone shopping yet. No, my neighbor, my neighbor had moved, has moved to uh, Texas. But before they moved, they gave me some stuff. So I have stuff here. Maybe you should mail. Well, I don't know if that would work across the board. I was no, going to say would not do maybe that, no. mail some to me, so we're consuming the same thing. I am not doing that because that's not only crossing state lines; it's crossing international lines. Right. Correct. I am not doing that. <laughs> I just really hope he didn't give you like the Maui Wowie. No, it's it's edible shit. Yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, see. You, you got to break it up, kind of, because it's you know, right. a lot. Right. And I hope we. I, I really hope we don't do this. Uh, this particular person, which I think is in Canada, uh, boarded an airplane uh, to get to their seats, which they probably paid very good money for, and. Um, those seats were covered in vomit, if you can imagine that, ladies and gentlemen, if you've ever taken a plane. Uh, that's right. The next story comes from Yahoo.com. Headline reads, two passengers were kicked off an Air Canada flight because they refused to sit in seats covered in puke. I say vomit. You say puke. I say vomit. Uh, well, the story says puke. I agree, but it's gross. Whatever it is. Like, Whatever mean, it is, yes. Uh, security escorted two Air Canada passengers off a plane after they refused to sit in a seat someone had vomited in. Uh, a woman who said she was seated in the row behind them wrote on social media. In an August 29th Facebook post, a user named Susan Benson said she watched two women and a man struggle to get seated on a flight from Las Vegas to Montreal. Benson wrote in her post that she noticed a bit of a foul smell, but hadn't yet realized where it was coming from. She said uh, she soon learned someone had thrown up on the previous flight. Uh, quote, Air Canada attempted a quick cleanup before boarding, before boarding, but clearly wasn't able to do a thorough clean. They placed coffee grinds in the seat pouch and sprayed perfume to mask the smell. Benson did not respond to a request for comment from uh, from insider uh, for a comment from insider made outside of regular working hours. I don't know what that means. Air Canada said they are in contact with the two passengers. We are reviewing this serious matter internally and have followed up with the customers directly as our operating procedures were not followed correctly in this instance. A spokesperson told Insider on Tuesday, uh, this includes apologizing to these customers as they clearly did not receive the standard of care to which they were entitled and addressing their concerns. The passengers in front of Benson told Air Canada flight attendant that their seat had residue on it, but Benson said the employee told the passengers the flight was full and they had no other option. 
flight attendant was very apologetic, but explained that the flight was full and there was nothing they could do. Uh, the passengers said they couldn't possibly be expected to sit in vomit for five hours. <laughs> that just said the flight attendant returned with a supervisor who told the passengers the same thing. The flight was full and they had nowhere else to sit. Eventually, Benson continued. Uh, the employees gave them blankets to sit on and more wipes to clean up the seats. Benson wrote that after the passengers had settled in, the pilot came down the aisle and very calmly knelt and told the two ladies that they had two choices. They could leave the plane on their own accord and organize flights on their own timeline, or they would have been escorted off the plane by security and placed on a no-fly list. And, and this was covered extensively in local media. You might really? have not heard much of it. Is it really? Yeah, it must have been a big thing up there, yeah. huh? Uh, well, Air Canada, placed, I'll get to it in a minute, but go ahead. They would be placed on a no-fly list because they had been rude to the flight attendant. Benson said the passenger seated next to the two women got involved and told the pilot they weren't being rude. Pilot reportedly returned to the front of the plane and security guards escorted the women off. Benson wrote that she complained to Air Canada and posted about the incident on uh, their social media pages. I have no idea if they were actually placed on a no-fly list or not. I cannot stop thinking about these two ladies. They did nothing wrong. Um, they didn't want to sit and vomit. So are, right, they, are, are I you, don't understand how Air Canada thinks that coffee grounds and perfume suddenly make vomit go away. Yes. Where, where did you get this This witchcraft recipe on TikTok? I, I guarantee it. So Air Canada... Let me let me give you a little debrief on Air Canada. Air Canada is the worst airline in the world. I could care less. They cancel more flights because they don't have enough pilots or whatever the problem is. They're, they're nefarious. For I, I will not board an Air Canada flight. I will go to the States, which Air Canada flies out of as well. But I will get Delta. I'll, I'll even freaking do Sprint. Don't... No Air Canada for me. There's two no-fly lists apparently to this talk show I was listening today. Um, while I was while I was driving to or from work, there's like a airline no-fly list, and then of course there's the government no-fly list. To, to be on the government no-fly list, you have to be a, a threat, a weapon, a, uh, a terrorist a, yeah, of some sort, or a threat to people on the plane, right? But the airlines also have a no-fly list. Yeah, the pilot came up. Look, you don't have a flight. You offer them a credit. You say, look, we'll, uh, we're really sorry that the, the flight is full. We'll get you on the next flight. Let us buy you dinner, maybe get a hotel, whatever it is. And Air Canada already has bad press. They're in really bad press now. These women are going to sue, and they're going to get some money out of this. Like, hey, would you like to sit in vomit? No. Right. No, I really don't. I now, just is paid. There, is there, uh, you, was there any positive, was there any coverage in Canada that took the side of the airline? Oh, God, no. Listen, no, you know the price of flights. They're, they're, they're cheaper in the States than they're in Canada. We have Discount Airlines, which is how I got to Halifax in, in, the, in the summer. It was great. No complaints. But you're paying a good buck to get on a plane. For a cramped seat, right? 
You're, you're, you're paying for drinks, you're paying for meals, whatever extras you want. You're, you're paying a good price for that seat. You do not want puke or vomit or regurgitation or whatever you call it on your seat. There, it's bad enough you in, don't have leg room. In no circumstance should you get, should you board an empty plane and there be vomit somewhere on the seats. This all should have been cleaned up long before anybody boarded this flight. Right. So part of it is, I guess there's a, a real pressure these days that they have a very quick turnaround, which kind of scares me. I hope they're switching pilots when they're doing this and, and really checking the planes. However, there's a third-party cleaning crew and another, I, I don't know if it was a legitimate source or not, but I heard like they actually have spare. You pull the seat out, you're going to put a new seat in. Hmm. You know, like a plug and play. I, I don't know if that's true. But irregardless, let alone the people you wanted to uh, uh, sit in those seats, that's got to be uh, some kind of a, what would you call it, a biohazard for the rest of the, you know how the air circulates in a plane? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I think there's going to be more come out of this, and I'll keep you posted, but. No, it's it's absolutely a, a bio. You, you you are correct. It's a biohazard. Yeah. If there's human waste, no matter what it is, in this case, it's vomit. It's a biohazard. Yeah. It has to be cleaned. It has to be sterile, sterilized. You know, for in order for the next person to sit in that seat, to to just cover it up with coffee grounds and perfume, and then tell them they're going to be placed on the no fly list. You know, I mean, obviously, there's like you said, they're suing. That's immediate grounds for a lawsuit, and they'll get millions out of it. Yeah. I, I mean, but like I said, it's not just that. It's the air. Like, you know how tight the air is in an airplane. You've been on an airplane before. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're checking the engines. You're checking the electricity. You're making sure there's no fuel leaks. Nah, completely unacceptable to me and 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 to come from a canadian airline is even more embarrassing right but air canada is a joke not just for this but they they, they cancel flights like you, you book a vacation you, you, you look i've had delayed flights when i went to nashville my flight was delayed an hour i can live with that you found something on the plane fix it great i don't want to crash right you can live with that. You go get a bite to eat or a drink or whatever. I can live with that, but I paid for this vacation. I got hotel reservations. I, you know, these gals had to get home from Vegas to probably go to work. Right, yeah. Vomit now, seats? Now, I don't think so. So so now I have a question. What is the, because I know Air Canada is probably the number one airline in Canada because they're, they're all over the world. Yeah. Everybody knows Air Canada. What is the, the, the second airline in Canada? Like here we have, you know, American Airlines. Yeah, you, Delta, have, you have a lot more. We have WestJet. Okay. We have we have Flair. And we have, uh, what is it? Well, WestJet's at the bottom, but it was Sun something. But yeah, we, WestJet would be the next in so line. WestJet, so, so this is a perfect opportunity for WestJet to step up and, and, and try to get good press on their side and, you know, say, we, you know, as far as Canadians... We are not a vomitarium inside of a fucking boom-boom juice. 
machine. We are offering these ladies a free trip to anywhere yeah. we fly, courtesy of WestJet, because of the pains that Air Canada put them through. This is a perfect opportunity for WestJet to to really strike at Air Canada and take uh, customers away. Yeah. No, Air Canada is it's a mess. Uh, you'd have to check where they're rated, you know, in in, in global. Uh, they've got to near be near the bottom, and not just because of shit like this, but because of canceling flights. You you, you can't do that. You can't advertise a flight, and you cancel it because of weather, mm-hmm. not because for the fuck of it. We don't have a pilot today. <laughs> Yeah, no, you can't do that. You just, you can't. And then Air Canada, it's another liberal shitbag, as you would say. Good times. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, back to the uh, the friendly skies, shall we say. Speaking of um, biohazard on a plane. Yeah, biohazards. Uh, I guess it doesn't happen only on Air Canada. Um, we're about to hear about a plane full, not just a seat. A plane full of diarrhea. Uh, the next story comes from WSBTV.com. Uh, headline reads, Atlanta flight forced to come back after flyer has diarrhea all the way through the plane. How the hell do you have that much shit in you? How do you not hold it for the five steps to get to the bathroom? Well, and I had the question of how you vomit all over everyone's seats. Like, I'd be a little embarrassed. There's a bag there, for fuck's sakes. But anyway, that was the other story. Uh, it's something that most flyers probably believe would be unimaginable. But a, but a Delta flight from Atlanta had to turn around Friday night after a person on board soiled themselves. Oh, majorly. Delta confirmed that flight uh, DL-194 from Atlanta to Barcelona. Oh, that's a long flight, back, too. Had to turn back because the passenger on board was having a medical issue. <laughs> it's called the runs. Montezuma's revenge. Like, But, but Big B, I'm imagining, and, and you're going to tell us a story, I'm sure, but I'm imagining the person walking, like, say they're at the back of the plane, and they're walking from the front of the plane, and, and then they're pooping like popcorn, like Jiffy Pop. Just diarrhea. And how it's getting out of their, 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 their clothing? I, well, it's diarrhea, so it's flowing out of their ass like the River Nile. Right. All the way down the aisle. Uh, the, flight was about, <laughs> the flight was about two hours out when Business Insider reported that it had to turn back. In an audio transmission from the flight deck posted by... Uh, Posted on X, formerly Twitter, yeah. by an aviation enthusiast, the pilot said, this is a biohazard issue. <laughs> We've had a passenger who's had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, <laughs> so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Oh, my God. Like, what did they do? Rip their pants down and just fucking... I don't... The bathroom is taken and I got a shit. Or uh, was it... I thought it was just a fart. We've all been there. In uh, a statement from Delta, a spokesperson said, our teams worked as quickly and safely as possible 
to thoroughly clean the airplane and get our customers <laughs> to their final destination. What would be the clean? Apologize I, to our customers for the delay and inconvenience to their travel plans. The cleaning ingredient of choice, I'm sure, while you're on a plane, because there's lots of drinks. They're all getting those little bottles of club soda. Is it coffee and perfume, <laughs> possibly? The flight ended up being delayed eight hours before taking off again for Barcelona. Can you imagine being on the plane and you're going on vacation? You're you're an Atl a Georgia resident. You drive down to Atlanta. Get on the. I've, I've been to the Atlanta airport. It is monstrous. Yeah, well, it's huge. Yeah. Um, get on a plane, board a plane. You're heading to Barcelona. You're gonna have a wonderful vacation in Barcelona. Suddenly, somebody's shitting up and down the aisle. <laughs> They're, they're running around like and a I chicken imagine this three hundred and fifty pound guy that's doing it. They're running around without a chicken, like a chicken without a head, shitting up and down the aisle, <laughs> pants just covered in sh like they fell in mud. <laughs> it's covered in shit, <laughs> like they fell it's into going a pig into pen. their shoes, and then subsequently pouring out of their shoes because there's so much of it. It's up and down the aisles. The smell alone would have people vomiting right like and then now we're back into vomit again but here's the here's the thing i have a hard time with even if you're really hydrated and and, and we've all had the shits ladies and gentlemen but most of us sit on a toilet when it happens but that's a lot of liquid a plane is not a it, it's bigger than the catwalk but again the catwalk of poo while I write things down. That's not that good. It just came to me. See, but, but my question is, I mean, we've all been in airplanes. Right. The bathroom, you literally walk 25 steps to the bathroom. It's not like you're 16 blocks away from your house trying to drive as fast as you can to get there before you shit your pants. You're 25 steps from the bathroom. Why are you shitting all over the airplane? Uh, potential show name. I didn't write this down, but I thought it was a fart from Facebook user. There you go. Uh, show note, catwalk of poo. That's a show name. Never mind a show note. Anyway, Facebook user. You, I like Facebook user this week because they know how we, we roll. Anyone that can say, anyone on this show that can discern between a show note and a show name is a true cave dweller. That is 100% true. Yes. Uh, I have to find out who this is now. So you can. Give me a minute. I, I do have an announcement, though. I think we may have to go into a talking FLA special again next week because we're having fun. We're not done yet, but we still have Twitter shits and... Uh, Time isn't creeping. And we got a lot of talking, I felt like we got some good ones, folks. Don't worry. We, we might give you one just to... Uh, I love when the, the audience comes in at, uh, you know, three quarters of the way through the show. Biggest crowd of the night. It's almost like, yeah, okay, this was fun. Now let's move down. Oh, let's walk into this bar. And you, and, and you catch the last three jokes the comedian has to say. Right. But in this instance, Facebook users actually Mike Jolitz. Oh, that's what? very strange. You were just posting as Mike Jolitz. How yes. did you become Facebook user? 
You are the uh, Houdini of Cave Crew Radio. He's the Facebook Houdini. He's probably at work now or something. I don't know. Has to go under a uh, alias. Anyway, I still have a problem. I'm, I'm not a, like I'm not going to stand here and say I have not diarrhea because you know you, then you know I'd be lying to you. I can say I have not raped, I have not crimed, I have not whatever else I've said. I can say that with actual conviction. But to say I have not diarrhea will be a lie. No one can say that. We've all diarrhea. But, like, I don't think I've started in the bedroom or the living room. Even if I did shit myself on the way to the toilet with a couple of wet farts, I'm pretty sure my wife didn't have to get out Lysol and clean the entire house. Now, I've told the story. I might have had to wash my underwear. So yeah, tell that story again. It's a good one. We, we, we have time I've now. I've told the story uh, of when I, before I had a car and was driving way back, you know, way back in the day, I told the story of taking the bus to my friend's house, and the whole way there I had to shit. And it was diarrhea. I held it on the, the entire bus ride to my friend's house. I rang his doorbell, hunched over and sweating. His, I think his mother answered the door, and I said, I have to use your bathroom, and ran in their bathroom and shit my brains out. Yeah, you you had a, a, a constrictor sphincter. I didn't shit all over the Q38. I've been there. Listen, I've left work, and then all of a sudden the stomach rumbles, or you leave a rest. Where we are, you're driving, you're on the highway, wherever you are, you tighten up those butt cheeks, brother. And when you get there, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a mess inside that bowl. But, it's but you don't shit all over the place. You don't shit everywhere that's that's available to you. There's another time we, we I was at a friend's bachelor party. We were at a bar. My stomach turned. I well, held that shit for the entire bachelor party. Actually, this has happened to you quite a bit. Remember the time uh, you were at that uh, thing in Long Island? You got the uh, the shits, wasn't well, it? When, when you were eating, you're eating the coney dogs with the ambulance and all that shit. What? Uh, I was never okay. in an ambulance. Uh, uh, something happened. You were there with the family at the uh, uh, where the Islanders play, right? And you had a real bad shit, didn't you? No. Okay, no, forget it. No, uh, not uh, the only time I was at the that was when I had my root canal and I was in pain. And they, oh, that's right, you had to get treated by the. Oh, see, I, I I I get confused. There's so many stories, but I do remember the story of you in the van. But kudos to you. You should have got an award. Um, you you held it. I did. You bursted it in the, and I've been there too. And listen. Sometimes when you when, when it's really bad, if you cough or sneeze or something else and you fart, a little bit comes out in your underwear. But you're not shitting all over a plane. You are not shitting like a fucking geyser. Yeah, like, like this this is a an act of terrorism in my mind. It's bioterrorism. Yeah. Bioterrorism. Yes. Like I don't get it. If you're fully clothed, you're not the nude guy doing Jeep Jeep in the window wanking your honko. You're, you're, you know, unless you're that guy naked on the Delta flight playing Jeep Jeep down the aisles, there's no way that much poo is going to get out of your clothing as 
it's diarrhea. Yes, some will run down your leg. Yes, you'll stink when you sit down to the person who's enjoying their scrambled eggs and, and, and a Mai Tai. Yes, all that's good. But there's no way you could get diarrhea all over a plane. It's Abs impossible. It is impossible. Unless you take down your pants and bend over and it becomes... A, a hot summer afternoon when the fire hydrant cap is off <laughs> and water is just spurting everywhere. Exactly. You're like crab walking. Yeah, you're like crab walking down the aisle with your ass about six inches off the off the floor, just shitting. Just let it go. Okay, I got to get a little further before I dump the next little bit. Impossible. Why are you not in the bathroom? <laughs> And usually, even with diarrhea, you've got about five minutes, I think. It doesn't just, you're not just sitting like, like I'm sitting here talking to you and all of a sudden I'm shitting. It doesn't work that way. Right. You will get a, your, your stomach will turn. You'll get a little grumble. You'll get a little pain. Something will alert you to the fact that. I may need to use the restroom. <laughs> the facilities. Unless you have Bruno Francesco, and we've all seen him on the plane, who takes 25 minutes to place his luggage over top. Will you fuck off? It's not a China cabinet. This person's sitting there fucking fully enthralled and gone with the wind on the movie. <laughs> I can't I can't get up. They're, they're going to war. I'm just gonna shit right here. <laughs> just get up. And, and 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 who thinks so highly of themselves that they would actually succumb to shitting all over a plane? Like back to the vomit story. If I had to vomit, I continually swallow it until I could get it into a bag or get myself to safety. Right. I've got a little bit of a you know self worth. Mm -hmm. I, I'd have to be dying to be walking down the aisle of a plane and like shit my pants. Do you think this might be because in the story they make no mention of whether they got up, attempted to go to the bathroom, where they were when the shit, when the diarrhea went all over the plane. We're assuming they were up and wandering around. Right. It, it, it appears to me. And again, this is one of those stories where we can only assume what happened is that some guy in mid-flight got up to do the Macarena mm -hmm. and just started shitting himself. I'm going to do a magic trick for you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know, it's he's Facebook doing the electric viewer. slide. He's doing the electric slide literally on shit. And I have to agree. This I can't proclaim, a uh, Facebook user, which I'm assuming, Mike, because I don't know, because there's multiple people out there. I have never diarrhea through an airplane. I can also add that to my uh, to my statue. Uh, things you've never done. Things I've never. I have never diarrhea through an airplane. I couldn't agree with you more. Can you, can you imagine? Just pick now. Now here's what I'm picturing. This is some person sitting at the window seat and there's a person sitting next to them and the person at the window seat suddenly has the diarrhea and is shitting themselves. Yeah. 
the person sitting next to them smells it, hears it, yeah. looks over, and the guy at the window is like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I got shit. I didn't feel like getting up. Yeah. I'm shitting where I sit. I got diarrhea. You know, I get embarrassed when I fart at a supermarket, let alone shitting my pants on an international flight to Barcelona. You need to eat more cheese. Have a little fiber. Yeah. No, fiber's bad. What are you talking about? Doesn't that, doesn't that bind you? Know, no, you fiber makes up? you, that's your metamuse. That makes you poop. Oh, I you, need some, you need some cheese. You need something that's going to, like, bind you a little bit. I eat a little cheese. Not, not, not that I have a special diet before I go on a plane, because until tonight, this was never a concern of mine. Did you know, like, speaking of, you know, things like that, you farting whenever, you know, you're, you're out. Did you know there's a study that, that, that tells you why you fart when you go into a bookstore? I did not know. There is a study out there that explains why you fart when you go into a bookstore. The smell of the paper? I, just the way you you bend to like oh, okay. look at the books, read the books, whatever. It's your stance in the in the store itself. That's the reason why you fart in a bookstore. Now, see, again, my concern getting older, a cough is is a scare. Like if I really got to go to the bathroom and I cough, sometimes that causes me to to, to, to fart. And, and, and usually it's just air, gas, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that could be a problem. Only in my case. But anyway... We got to get to our uh, Twitter shits, my my, 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 my favorite seg- segment. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I am, I watched the chat, okay? So it's like an algorithm. We'll have one, we'll have six, we'll have four. People will drift in and out. Through the story of diarrhea, we have remained flat. <laughs> Which tells me you want more poo stories. Keep that in mind for next week. More poo stories. More poo stories coming your way, ladies and gentlemen. If that's what you want, we're going to give it to you. you and we'll, and we'll get into the science of it like we, 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 we did tonight. But yeah, but beware. I don't know your age, but eventually you're going to be walking to the bathroom and, oh, I got to go. And a cough can trigger another reaction down your back, through your buttock muscle, which may cause a little spill. Not enough for a biohazard, but enough to have to wash your underwear. That's all I'm going to say. All right, listen. One of our favorite, well, my personal favorite, but one of the favorite segments on the show is the Twitter shits. And we didn't have it last week because of Joel's Jamboree and the week before because he didn't feel like fucking doing it or however this segment works. I don't have time. I don't feel like doing it. There's not a good story. Up your ass didn't tweet this week, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, but anyway, no, it's a great segment, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, join in with us now, and then we'll we'll pick our favorites, and we'll name the show, and we're not done yet. It's time. Now, it's time for another edition of Twitter Shits with Mike Jolitz. Mike Jolitz, Twitter Shits. You write the tweets and he reads it. Mike Jolitz, Twitter Shit. You write the tweets and he reads it. Mike Jolitz, Twitter Shit. You write the tweets and he reads the fucking shit. All right. 
Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to the Twitter shit. Yes, everyone, this is where I take a Twitter story and tell you what Twitter comments were made about it on today's episode. It's all about the NBA. I'm sorry. It's all about the WNBA and how a game between Seattle and fuck someone else. Uh, there was 15 seconds left on the clock. Team was down by five and they just decided not to try. <laughs> yeah. That's professionalism right there. Okay, and here's what Twitter had to say, everybody. It just rubbed one out. Tweeted, really sad for the dozens in attendance and four people watching at home. <laughs> at Peter Puffer tweeted, and they wonder why they don't get paid more. At professional idiot tweeted, like their viewer, <laughs> they too know they can't score five points in 15 seconds. At Lifelong Loser tweeted, if I spent $7.23 on my hard-earned money for a courtside ticket, I'd want these guys to put forth more of an effort. At Pinche Wado tweeted, imagine caring about a WNBA game. At Hang On Dude tweeted, these seven fans went home disappointed with no traffic issues. <laughs> At BumFunY2K tweeted, I feel like the announcer should be getting twice what the NBA announcers get. Imagine having to watch the whole game. And being expected to make it sound good. At Football is Back tweeted, Man, at least tickets are cheap. And I tweeted at that person and said, Use Groupon code hashtag WNBA sucks and get 43 free tickets. <laughs> at Toe on the Trigger tweeted, While they pretend to play basketball for two hours, they could have made over 300 sandwiches. At Do I Look Like I Give a Fuck tweeted, They thought they were winning. <laughs> At Fingering My Pee Hole tweeted, Disappointing the tens of fans. <laughs> and finally, in the Twitter shit, from I Just Shit Myself tweeted, No one would have noticed if we hadn't seen this on social media. It happened four days ago, and this is my first learning of it. <laughs> He's not wrong. Alrighty, guys, it does it for this the Twitter shit. <laughs> I will be back next week, everybody. Later. Have a good one. Bye-bye. So it's Twitter shit. You write the tweets and he reads it. Like Joe, it's Twitter shit. You write the tweets and he reads it. Like Joe, it's Twitter shit. You write the tweets and he reads the fucking shit. All right. Right, and I'm I'm gonna do it right this week. I'm gonna be conscious and man, there's some good ones. And and, and listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you if, if you want your handle, your Twitter handle, your X handle to win an award at the end of the year, you need to follow Mike Jolitz on Twitter and make sure he catches it in one of his stories. My number five this week is uh, very simple. Professional idiot. We all know one of those. I had a tie for number four. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but I had uh, a pinche wada and Peter Puffer. I don't tie. know how to even spell the first one. I, I, me either, but they, they, they tied me at number four. Um, also a good one, only because and he recorded this before we even talked about it, was... Number three, I just shit myself. Very relevant to the story we just talked about. I wonder if it was a guy on the airplane. Uh, between two and one is always difficult, uh, Big B, but I...
but I had to, I, I'm still not uh, sure. But number two, which could be a number one, is fingering my pee hole. Mm-hmm. But. And the number one Twitter handle is. Bum Fun Y2K. <laughs> Did you have any others of your own on there? <laughs> I had, I wrote down Professional Idiot, which I yeah. liked. Yeah. Uh, I also had Fingering My Pee Hole, and I had Toe on the Trigger. Oh, I missed that one. See, you go so fast. You're like writing like a, like, like, like fucking Helen Keller scribbling on us. Uh, you got you got to become like a court reporter and do shorthand. Yeah, that, that's what we need. One of those machines, right? And then someone to decipher it. But no, no, no. Fingering my pee hole really got me. But I, I don't know. Bum fun Y two K was Bum just fun Y two K. It was it was just iconic. So I'll throw that in to the uh, end of the year. Got it. Right. And, and, and by the part, by the time we get there, we got to shorten that list to like five for people to oh, vote right. for. Well, let's see. Uh, real quick, because I've written down everyone since we agreed that this would become a thing. Right now we're at 13. All right. Well, what do we got? Just throw them out there real quick. Okay. Uh, eat my honey pot. Oh, good one. Yeah. Uh, Pete tugging his skin. <laughs> Uh, no soup for you. Yeah. <laughs> Abdul Hassan Chop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Betty Betty Two Baker. Oh, I like that one too. Gary's got a big bush. Oh, yeah. This is going to get tough. Milk, milk, lemonade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember that one. <laughs> Pat's Pale Moon. Yeah. Shelly has a big cat. <laughs> kind of like Gary's got a big bush. Uh, very much in the same vein. Yeah, yeah. My uh, this one is my favorite of all of them. I stutter when I type. Yes, I. <laughs> yeah, I love that one too. Uh, next, Dick Wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this one, I have to, I have to make sure I get it right. Juanan Pablo. Oh yeah, that was a yeah, that was a tough one. We, we will definitely if if that gets into the finals, we'll need Mike to come back and read it, or at least to record it for us. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the one we just had, bum fun Y two K. Yeah, that was a, so. Yeah, I agree. Stutter when I type. Now that I hear them again, there's That's been a lot of good ones, but yeah, I stutter when I type. That's that, my favorite. Well, think of it. It's, it's like you got Parkinson's or you're coming off meth and you're trying to like type to someone or you got a Band-Aid on your thumb like me and you keep, you know, you. it's easy when you're on a keyboard, but when you're on a phone, you got a Band-Aid on your thumb, you stutter when you type, right? Sure. Why not? All right. Listen, uh, great job again, Mike Jolitz, Twitter shits. We love the segment. It's a lot of fun. You learn something about the news, and you learn what people think about it, and you get some funny names. It's time to name the show. I don't have a tremendously um, a lot written down, um, but I do have some favorites. Um, I wrote down one. I said, uh, Lego my ego. That was mm -hmm. kind of when you were you know, doing your drink. 
Um, I, I don't know where I heard this from. It must, it would be a show note, obviously, too long for a show name. I think it was when Mike did his news, but I'm ready for a beer rectally. Oh, that was the news, yeah? Yeah. Uh, then I, I just wrote down a state of nudity. Mm. Just a very blunt. But my favorite one came in chat, and I, I think it was Mike Jolis. Um, a Palestinian sex spot. Very nice. I like that one. That, that, that's what I got. So I'm going to say, uh, I was watching you tonight. I think you have four. You are correct. Oh, I was good. To, see how observant I am when I'm only drinking beer, folks. Uh, first one could be a show note. I thought it was a fart. Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe at this age we still laugh at this stuff. Uh, next up, uh, earlier from the robbery, crackhead prices. Yes, good one, good one, crackhead. Now, I'm torn between these final two. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll vote on it together. I'm sure they're both good. Uh, okay, yeah, I will, I will say this in uh, just the order I wrote them down, not in my preferential order because I do like them both. Uh, first up, Jeep Jeep. Yeah, no, I like that one, too. <laughs> so that would just be uh, spelling Jeep with an explanation point and then spelling Jeep with an explanation point. Jeep, Jeep. Yeah, that's a good one. And, uh, again, you always say it's never it's never going to be anything, but I like it. A catwalk of poo. That's more like a show note, I think. Okay. I'm just saying, it's a it's a little long. I think it would be a great show note, and it will qualify. Um, but I, I really think that we've never had anything so weird inside a story. And then you told us the story about the Volkswagen mm-hmm. that Jeep Jeep. Jeep Jeep. Yeah. Well, he's masturbating naked. No one will know that until they listen to the podcast, obviously. Correct. But uh, I, 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 I would say Jeep Jeep is very original. Works for me. Jeep Jeep it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Jeep Jeep is the name of the show. Um, very impressed with the, uh, this is a show note. Uh, this is a, um, a show name. Uh, I do appreciate it. What was it? there was that nomination though? Oh yeah, Catwalk of uh, of Pooh was a show note and show name. They thought was uh, I thought it was a fart. I thought it was a fart. Also very good. All of them very good. That's why we do it. We'll be back next week. We will add into our jackpot of Florida stories. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll be able by then to pull a couple more. We'll do one of our world-famous uh, Talking FLA uh, uh, shows. Uh, but until then, I have to pee really bad. And be prepared for a story where somebody throws a lollipop. There you go. Just for you guys, there's a teaser. If you stick till the end, you get the juice. All right. See you next week. Later. I want you to pack up and get out. Get the hell out of here! Go! Just go! Get out! Get the hell out! Shut the f*** out! Get out!
That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.